0: To the Raptor Show on the SportsNet Radio Network. Make sure you find the Raptor Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And subscribe and please write and review the show. A reminder, we're streaming live on SportsNet's YouTube channel and airing live on Sportsnet 360 Monday to Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. I'm your host, Wayne Lou and I am joined in the studio by producer and co-host Alex Wong, who will be running point guard today. Very few shots, very few points, but a lot of assists, just like Fred Five elite last night. And uh I'm also joined by Raptor Sideline Reporter savannah hamilton who is uh i, I guess you'll be scotty I, I guess i'll be pascal or maybe you'll be pascal i'll be scotty you know what i mean but Ooh. anyway Alex is gonna run point today so uh what's going on Alex? how you feeling uh i'm
1: great thanks for joining us in studio savannah <laughs> how's your uh how's your year one of being raptors sideline reporter been so far what's the oh wow, it's, it's, a, what's it's an annual impromptu review? year <laughs> end review okay all right
0: this
2: is not even year end guys i hope it's not the end if this is the year like uh I mean this is just the halfway point for the season at least um it's been great, oh my God it's been like a lot of uh, uh traveling as you guys know um, that's probably the biggest lifestyle adjustment mm. that I had to get used to um, which was like it's super fun because you get to go to a bunch of dif- different destinations and cities that you probably wouldn't have like you know I don't have uh, Dallas on my top five locations in the states probably, mm. but you still get to go to those types of cities and see what they're all about Mm. um top of just like talking and talking basketball all day every day with you guys and with the fans and and with the guys the players and everybody like it's it's great to be a part of the basketball community
1: yeah do do you feel closer to the team just because i know you've been obviously covering and been around the team the last like couple years and things like that but do you feel like especially closer now like given your role now
2: yeah, for sure. Like, you know, like I feel like in the past there's been like a degree of separation or like two degrees of separation. Now it's like no, like you get to actually know the players. Like, you get to see them interact and how they interact with each other in the locker rooms and so on. Uh and so it's been great like, you know, I'm glad that I've had the opportunity and get to knowing get to know each and every one of them a lot better. Um and they're all super great. Like they're all nice. They're all good guys at the end of the day. Like they're all good people.
1: Mm. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> I'm not trying to put Savannah on the spot. We always try why to put we, people on the we, spot. Yeah, what are you trying to say here you're I'm just kidding. What's
0: going
1: on, man? Shout out to Josie and Colin who, who might be listening. But, yes. Definitely listening. You know, you, you got to witness history yesterday Savannah. Mm-hmm. The Raptors got their first three-game win streak of the season. Will, I know you're happy <laughs> about that.
0: Oh. You know, I woke up this morning, you know, no stress at all. You know what I mean? I, I didn't have to put together tweets about how this isn't working or this isn't working. Oh, okay. It was just chill. You know what I mean? It was chill. I knew that, you know, Savannah's going to come in in the studio hmm. and we could just chat about the game. I knew that obviously Friday you like to run point, right? So, you know, the rundown was going to be full. Like I really woke up with no worries at <laughs> you all. You weren't sure about that last you know one, I mean? but, you know. Yeah, well, you know, that's fine. Uh, I came in, watched some tape, and I looked at it, and I was like, damn, the ball movement yeah. was really strong, back-to-back games. Uh, with 30-plus assists. Only the fifth time this season the Raptors have had 30-plus assists, so the fact that it happened back-to-back is a rarity. Obviously, that speaks to a little bit um, as to how bad Charlotte's uh, defense is at times, but at the same time, there's just a lot of really good ball movement for the Raptors who, you know, half-court scoring for them is a real struggle usually. Um, You know, obviously, they're great in transition, but I I thought they just had a lot of sequences last night where they're able to just break down the defense. Um, You know, obviously fred and scotty working together in that pick and roll connected like seven times on it yeah which is a lot um and then you also had a lot of scotty you know initiating action at the top of the floor and i saw someone on twitter post this and i i don't know their name because they don't really have their name on the on the account um but the point that they made was it was a lot of actions very similar to what golden state would run right with draymond essentially Um, you know being scotty in this case and you have two shooters splitting off of each other with fred and and gary i'm not saying that those three guys on the raptors are what you know the warriors have built their foundation on in terms of steph clay and draymond but they were borrowing a lot of plays on their playbook and guys splitting off of each other and getting easy baskets that way it's it produces really good ball movement and i think it was a very watchable product the last three games
2: it's a very watchable product for sure i mean you said it right there. I think it was the passing that really stood out to me as well. Like the past two games, let's hope it's not a rarity but a trend. Mm. Um, there seem there, there seems to be a lot of on court chemistry kind of happening right now, and like you mentioned, like between um, like Scotty and and Fred, and then you he, you see them playing off of even Pascal in different dynamics as mm-hmm. well. Like and that makes Pascal's role a lot easier because he's not worried about carrying the weight of the offense, and he's finding there's. Other guys are getting open. Other guys are getting passes in the in the right spots that they're supposed to be. I asked Pascal last night, right, about you know how key was it for Scotty to be a playmaker mm-hmm. in this game? And when Scotty is being aggressive, but also knowing that he's not ha- he doesn't have to force himself to to do certain things, that's when he's most effective. Like he yeah. is getting his teammates the ball where they want where they want it in the pocket. And a, a lot of those passes from the the previous night, the thirty two assist night. Came from Scotty straight to three points. Mm. Three point, open three point shots. As OG had, like, you know, like he a ton, had yeah. like six, six, yeah. six three point shots. Like, those are a lot of those were from Scotty as well. So, when he's put in that position to make those type of decisions, you actually get to see uh, Scotty showcase his game decisions. And they're good ones for the most part. Oh, yeah. You know, we can, can't really complain the past couple of games here.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, playing through Scotty kind of increases the overall ball movement for the team. Not to yes. say that he's the only guy who moves the ball really well, but especially because you know, defenses right now are continuing to sort of sag off of him with their opposing centers. Yep. That really allows a lot of shooters to sort of play off of him, and that's really allowing him to move the ball side to side. Mm-hmm. But what we saw yesterday as well was that he was able to go in, not just east-west and moving it to different shooters, but also going downhill north-south, right? And a lot of that was, you know, him setting screens for Fred and then the two of them making a good play. Obviously, the Hornets last night decided for some Strange reason, I guess, but like it was like okay, we're gonna really step up against Fred all the time, right? We're gonna really show two and bring our center out to the three point line. That creates a big pocket for Scotty to then roll hard mm-hmm. and get plays on the on the move. And he made seven, I think, um, baskets directly off of Fred's assists. Well, one of them was like a transition hit ahead, but mm-hmm. six of those were rolling to the basket, and that really allowed sort of Scotty to be involved in the offense in terms of the scoring. But Scotty was involved in the offense in terms of obviously the nine assists. But he also even had five screen assists, which yeah. I, I know it's like a, a again a meme stat, really. But it, I think it's important when like you the hockey assist. I mean, I mean, you know, you you are a prolific big. You know what I mean? Like when, <laughs> yeah, when you set a the mean screen and you, you get your shooters open, you know what every I mean? You, you get somebody downhill, like that's an assist. It, it, that's the big man oh, assist. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely! Like there's the um, assist that like like even. This is it's so obscure. It's so like mini school in the grand scheme of things. But even when you know you see a point guard like Fred taking the ball up the floor and like you know up, you yeah, you have your mind kind of like walking or running past them um, to to kind of put some space between the defender and Fred um, just because Fred can kind of like slip underneath. That's like a it's a it's an unofficial moving screen, mm. but you can't call it because they're all running at the same time. Um, and those little things like it's the th- things that people. You can't put a, uh, what is that? Like, what, what exactly is that? Like, those little things also uh, contribute to the, the kind of, like, the flow of the offense and getting other guys open and just rhythm in general. But mm-hmm. just to add on to what you just said uh, before, um, I went to the Charlotte, uh, the Charlotte Hornets uh, practice just before, like, the day in between those games.
0: I'm
1: surprised um, they practice.
2: Huh? Are you surprised they practice? Get yeah, out of here! What
1: did they practice? Exactly. Oh, it looked
2: intense yeah. when I was there. Yeah. It looked pretty intense. They're yeah. still playing like some five-on-five five ball against each other and everything. I saw Gordon Hayward a little bit in action as well. So no,
0: that haircut is bad in, in real life. Listen, I'm not saying I have a fresh nah. cut or anything, but man, his cut is. I can't <laughs>
2: comment on men's haircuts. I don't know. Why you guys that? have a different game than me. But like,
0: there's no game in that one. But
2: <laughs> I talked to Steve Clifford, and he did talk about how you know he was actually concerned about the Raptors getting downhill, mm. as well as uh, like the defending against um their offense in terms of like zone or versus man like he he broke down a lot of different types of plays and settings uh with me and then talking to Rozier as well he actually pointed out Fred Mm. to me as well he said like yo Fred and I play a kind of a similar-ish game Mm. um he also pointed out that they're kind of in a in a same uh the same place in terms of career numbers are dipping both of them are in shooting a shooting realm sure um he said that well, he said that he's like, yeah, I have been having a career low in shooting right now. I know that Fred's been working through some things himself, but, you know, it's their body of work that speaks louder than the numbers, and that's what they both believe in. Okay. Um, and that's what, you know, this is all from Rozier he was telling me. but So that's why he was concerned. About Fred getting hot Mm. so that's why I think if you're looking at them collapsing into the paint or whatever like that's why the open kickouts was there as well
0: yeah and and you know when you look at the box score and I think Fred only had like eight shot attempts he only took two threes which is it's got to be a season low Mm -hmm. that might be the lowest attempt total for threes for Fred family in the game going back like three four years for him to only take two right and but when you were watching back on the film a lot of it was because the Hornets were stepping up on him and so he didn't need to force the three. Instead, the, the smart play was to feed Barnes on the roll. Obviously, mm-hmm. the defenses cover it differently, and Barnes has a great screen and the biggest drop back. Then, of course, Fred's going to take that three instead. But, uh, no, I just thought the synergy between the team was really, really strong. You know, And, and of course, in the middle of all that, Pascal Siakam, I mean, he, he, what, 11-13 from the field. One of those, he got his own putback. So I consider that... You know, 11 of 12, really, mm-hmm. right? Because he scored in his own possession. Uh, he, he missed assist two free yourself. throws. I mean, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's an assist to yourself. That's not a miss. That, he didn't waste the possession. He literally scored right afterwards. intentional. So, I mean, yeah, wow. Just the most, like, efficient outing we've seen from him this year. Like, what went into that?
2: Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, it's A lot went into it, of course. And I think you bro- did a great job just breaking it down just then as well. I was just going to say the, the term I was looking for before is called a brush screen. Mm. That's when you're running past okay. somebody and and – you make contact, but it's not enough to ever call like a, a a moving screen. Right. Um. Anyways, so yeah, like I think exactly what you just said. Like between the passing, Scotty being a playmaker, Pascal kind of taking the pressure off himself, but able to play his to his strengths to his game. Like it all clicked at the right time, as well as like you gotta look at the boards, right? Like rebounding plays a huge factor in wins and losses as well, sure. and they were pretty evenly. Match. I know at the halftime, when it comes to points in the paint, the Raptors had a significant advantage. Charlotte kind of evened it out. I think Rozier he kind of started to go off in the second half. Uh, they contained him to nine points, I believe, in the first half, uh, and then the second half he kind of got his numbers back up again. Yep. Um, and so th- all those kind of factors contributed to what we saw in the end result. But you know, Raptors they still held it down. They had the they held the fort and they were successful. And let's see it be repeated time and time again because whatever's happening right now, it's it's working.
1: Mm. Yeah, are you guys seeing, too, I think, with Precious back in the lineup, too, right? Like, yesterday, what do you have? Career high, five steals. I know Precious is always... Yeah, I got to look at the film on those Precious is a bit of an adventure uh, on the <laughs> offensive end, I would say. Yeah. But I feel like he's given them a nice presence all, yes. off the bench, too, right, Savannah?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Precious, He's uh, he's been that spark, of course, that you needed, but he needed to get back in rhythm and back in shape in order to do, to do his game again. And, like... You know, Nick Nurse, he said a a few days ago that he wants Precious to be back to where he was the second half of last season. And we all know that Precious was even slow a little bit to start this season before the injury. So he wasn't quite playing where he was last year. But already, like the past two games, you've seen glimpses of that second half uh, Precious. And so, yeah, they need him to continue that because, you know, when you think about the bench presence, and that's something that in the history of the Raptors, they've always pride themselves on like, you know, Fred Van Vliet, Norm, Pascal, they literally call themselves the bench mob. They need that to be successful as a team, right? Like they need and even Christian Coloco, I was talking to him in the locker room one time and he was telling me like, you know, in order to win, you need to have a good bench too. Um, And he's, he's spot on there. And also speaking of Christian, like, you know, I, I personally, I love his development. You know, he's he's a much better player than you could see than he was in the beginning of the season. Mm. And he got thrown into the fire, Will. Like, you have to give him some credit there. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And I think, you know, you even watch, like, especially for a rookie like that, like, to see um, the pregame work or even the practice work and stuff like that, like, they're always working with him on finishing drills, like, all the time. Like, Jamal McClure is probably, like, blocked, I don't know, 200 of his shots in the last yeah. month alone. Yeah, you know legit. what I mean? <laughs> and, like, at the start of the season, I was watching, and I was like, Damn. Jamal Magar could still play the way he's shutting down Christian Coloco. And now I think he's like working a lot better in terms of like the little short flip shot, the little hook shot, and stuff like that, where it's like, Obviously, you would ideally like to see him take it strong and dunk it all the time. Yeah. it's not realistic all the time. Sometimes you got to catch it down low over a smaller guy. They're playing you well positionally, and you just got to be able to turn around and drop a little short hook. That's there's an art to that. It, it, it,
2: there's definitely an art to that. But listen, if I was seven, seven one, seven two, yeah, I try to dunk that thing every single time. Uh, but I can't speak because I'm not seven one or seven two. So, mm. um, I mean, but but what Christian did tell me is that the biggest adjustment that he's had to overcome this season has been the level of physicality. Oh yeah. And every single time I ask him, like, hey, like you know we have you might be defending surge tonight you might de- be defending Plumley tonight mm-hmm. what stands out to you about you know, his same answer he's like he's almost like at this point he's like Savannah like they're all more f- like they're all bigger than me uh. <laughs> they're all more physical than me that's just because they're they're vets in the league or they have a lot more experience they have a lot more muscle mass and like but he's like that's not to say I can't play my game I can't get my blocks or like you know be an energy he said that he really wants to continue to bring energy mm. But um, it's but it's the same level of physicality that you know he's he's concerned about and that's he's had to adapt to and he's he's we see him slowly adjusting. But like you said, like because you I know you watch all the warm ups and oh I love all, watching. Warm-ups. I know that's your well, thing. I was there
0: at like four o'clock yesterday. The first two people to come shoot was OG and Fred.
2: Oh really? Oh, you sh- clocking the time in? Yeah,
0: I, I love seeing who's first in the gym to shoot. Yeah, and the fact that it's two vets. What have like you that? noticed this season? Um, who's
2: always first?
0: Well. It is it's it is a lot of Fred. Although Fred used to shoot late sometimes with Thad. Like, yeah. Because Thad's usually the last guy to warm up.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But, uh. yeah, usually it was the third stringers. But of late, it's been a lot of Fred. And okay. then OG joined him last night. Okay. Nice. Yeah.
2: That's cool.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, to the point of physicality with, with Christian, I I think that's where you see Precious coming back and you're just like, damn.
2: Exactly.
0: He's like, he's just, guys just bounce off of Precious. Like, there's one play last night where Precious was, you know, uh, trying to post up. And I think against PJ Washington, who's not like a small guy, like, you know, he, he's not that tall, but he he does have like bulk. And I think Scotty was trying to feed him on the post entry. And Precious got to the point where he didn't just like have his man sealed, but he already created an angle so that when he caught the pass, he could just take one hard dribble and go up and dunk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of plays where he's able to explode through gaps in transition. Now, of course, that also leads to him losing the dribble a lot, which is probably the the adventures that we usually think about when we talk about Precious. But yeah i just think that uh, you know as you mentioned the more that he gets his conditioning back the yep. more you're able to see that physicality element to his game and um of course we want to see this against tougher opposition but we saw precious have lots of great moments last yeah. season you know like against the sixers for example i thought that was one of the more eye-opening games that uh precious had last season when he was coming down the floor and he was just pulling up for three. Oh, i was
1: gonna say it's yeah, nice and he's got
0: he's got he's got confidence and i think confidence sometimes obviously looks a little silly but at the same time, confidence is a real skill. You know what I mean? It like, is. I was watching Malachi yesterday, and I was just like, Malachi, like, you made a lot of really nice passes tonight, but like, you're also turning down a lot of shots. Like, don't lose your confidence as a player. Yeah. Right. And Precious, that, that man has never lost confidence.
2: Yeah. No, that's actually one thing. That's a good observation because that's something that I talked about with Malachi as well. It's just, you know, he wants to continue to play with confidence. And then he said, like, when he was on that hot shooting streak, I said, hey, what's been like the key here? And he was telling me that, like, yo, it's his hard work that he's put in the offseason. We saw him in the pro-ams, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's another part of that was also just, you know, how much he's been able to um, just build that confidence and know when to take the shot, basically. And so seeing him turn down shots, it's almost like, no, 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 get back in your rhythm, get back in your flow. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you almost have to, in order to build your confidence back up as a player, and this is just me talking for myself, like, you have to start off with, okay, that's a really good pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I could get to the lane and take that drive. Okay, maybe it's a maybe it's a corner or it's an elbow shot next. And then you kind of work way back right. out to a three-point shot. And then you start getting hot in the three, and then you're wrapped. But, like, um, going back to Precious, like, it's great to see him take threes as well, right? That's something that the Raptors were working on with them last season. And so mm-hmm. to see him kind of already step back in it and not be afraid to knock it down, like – it's going to pay off. It's eventually, like, if you practice something, this is just common, like, logic at this point, practice something enough, and you practice it the right way, you're going to eventually be successful at it. So, you know, I'm not mad at Precious taking threes at all.
1: Yeah, I feel like another guy, too, that has been really good during the stretch, and honestly, for the entire month, I think Gary's really, you know, been just a consistent contributor for them. I know last night he was only 2 of 11 from 3, but he's averaging almost, like, 24 points in in the month of January. And I feel like that's been a huge thing for them. We always talk about where they're going to get their secondary scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk a lot about like who the number two guy is going to be just having Gary back in that starting lineup and being just a reliable 20 point scorer, Like, I think has been huge for them too, in terms of just turning things around.
2: Yeah. Oh, Gary's been amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you take this one. Cause I don't know where to start with Gary.
0: Yeah, no, Gary, Gary's just been, um, He's just been really aggressive. Like, I think they've really simplified his role in a lot of ways. Um, I think they're also running more set actions for him, which is allowing him to sort of get to his shots a little bit easier. Right now, a lot of that is that split action with him and Fred coming off, you know, collectively. I think he got like a wide open dunk yesterday where usually, so um, the play involves Barnes having the ball at the, you know, the high elbow or whatever on one side of the floor. On the other side, you have Gary and Fred cutting off of each other. Fred usually coming and cutting down uh, through the paint. And then Gary sort of splitting up top, right? And, you know, the, the whole idea of that play is to sort of see if the opposition can sort of negotiate, essentially, like, you know, just a split action. Very simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so Fred made that first cut through the paint, and then Gary was going to cut as if he was going to come out top for the ball. But then he cut back door instead and literally cut right behind Fred for a, a, a dunk. Mm -hmm. Uh, with a great pass from Scotty there as well. So I I think they're also running more set actions for Gary to get involved. But to be honest with a guy like Gary, it's just like, you know, he's got the ultimate confidence. He's talked about how much he's worked through a lot of these shooting struggles. Mm -hmm. And I just think that it's just a result of the work paying off. You know, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about whether or not he might get moved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, That talk is not going to go away just because you've beaten the Hornets twice. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, I think he's fitting into his role really, really well. When you think back to last season or uh, last, I guess, month when Nick was like, you know, do you fit us or not kind of thing? It's like, yeah, I think Gary clearly fits.
2: One of, like, I think one of the most successful marks of a shooter or even just a score is their off-ball movement. Mm -hmm. You you touched on it, of course, with the screens, but you got to see if they're... A good, a successful shooter, I should say, never stops moving. They yeah. never stop moving on the court, yeah. and that's how they get open, and that's how they have wide-open looks. And if you're a defender, it's hard to keep up with that, especially if you're playing – even if you, you're you playing different – like, well, never play a zone on a shooter, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're playing a man-to-man and there's, like, all this movement, eventually you're going to lose – lose the guy and like and and that's exactly how Gary's been able to get some open looks himself is it's almost like he's creating it within the system mm-hmm. it's not like he's you know doing anything absolutely out of this world it's not like he's having like the you know the craziest ball handling skills step back three like he has a few step back threes, like the one that, that went to overtime but like in general he's a guy that kind of finds space on mm-hmm. the court and he stretches the floor. And, and as Fred or Pascal is driving to the rim, and actually I had this conversation with Gary, he told me like, yeah, as, as Pascal's driving to the rim, I'm able, able to play off of him and stretch the floor so that they're focused on him sending maybe even two, three guys at him. Yep. And they could just kick it right out to me for an open three. And that's how he's been finding success because, you, as you know, guys, both of you, mm-hmm. when you're open, you have your rhythm. And that's been a, a huge factor in, in just how he's been able to contribute uh, to the offensive side for sure.
1: Yeah, I think there's been, like you mentioned, so much talk about him being available at the trade deadline, his contract situation and stuff. But, man, really, like, watching him this past, like, couple weeks and thinking about just what he brings to the table, I'm really coming around on wanting him to stay to be part of the future of this team. Because, like, you talk about, you, you've you always talked about, like, how many guards do they really have in the rotation even for next
0: season, right? <laughs> right? Actually, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> possibly two, zero. The two are going to free agency. Yeah, so.
1: possibly zero. Yeah. And just the scoring, and just the role, like, and and his age, like, on on a on a team that that you're trying to kind of build up into a contender over the next couple of years, like, he kind of fits the timeline, and he's got the skill set. So yeah. like, I,
0: I like don't his know. mentality too, man. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, you know what I mean? Like, he got benched, and a lot of players can kind of go one way about that. You he was very mean? professional about he it. He was just like, you know, yeah. a, you know I was, haven't done anything in this league.
2: He was professional about it. But at the same time, just watching him play, you could tell he had a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but because like he that. stepped it up like a thousand yeah. times. And that's Great exactly mentality. what you want. Mm-hmm. You want that. Mm-hmm. You, you want somebody stronger. who takes offense <laughs> to. You, you kind of do. You want somebody who takes offense to being like, you know what, let me show you yeah. why I'm this guy for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's approving. It's oh, it's let yeah. me work harder. Let me. And he did work harder, as you mentioned. Like he, he spent extra time in the gym after games, even. Yeah. To make sure he was getting his, yeah. his sh- shots down and mm-hmm. extra time in practice. And now we we're seeing the, the results of it. And, he, and he's just starting again. Yeah. as a result so you kind of want that guy that has that fire in him you know
1: yeah no i kind of look at him kind of like an og <laughs> type too like, but he's, he's professional like, though yeah he's professional. no he's professional and but it's like he, he i think gary's like more on the quiet side i think when he speaks like he's very thoughtful but he's not like you know aside from like his fists and stuff like he's he's a very quiet like personality on the team but like he's an even keel dude and like just the more i think about it it's like you move forward with this team like having mm-hmm. an og and having in Gary, like, you know, not that I'm, you know, still, I'm still open to trading a lot of guys at the deadline. But, like, I just think those guys are very valuable, though. Mm-hmm. Like, they're very valuable. They so, I've, I've really come around Gary because I think coming to the season, the expectation was just, you know, he's, this might be his last year here. He's going to get moved. Mm-hmm. And now more and more, I'm like, I want him in the fold, actually, long term. Yeah. Um,
0: so speaking of is Gary, like, a really reserved personality, mm-hmm. who are some of your favorites to, to interview on the team right now? What you do you mean? Oh, Give me little power rankings. Are like top three? Not me. No. Obviously, everyone's what?
2: What? We <laughs> make do a power ranking. What do you mean? No, they're all great. <laughs> oh come
1: on! They're all oh. my what favorite. What about just a favorite? What about really? just one favorite? You know no one, one favorite.
2: favorite. I don't have one favorite. Really? No, no, no. no. Don't you make, they, they're don't you very make your everybody's to
0: JQ, and then JQ brings them over. So who do you request?
2: Oh, like well, just in general? like yeah, yeah. Well, I think you guys know. Like, If you're sitting in the media room with me, who's the number one request? It's
0: always Fred. Everyone, exactly. Everyone asks for Fred. Exactly. No, people so, ask for Fred like kids ask for PlayStation. Literally. It's 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 wild. Right.
2: Yeah. Oh, can we have Fred today? Yeah. No, it's
0: legit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's legit. <laughs> no, but- I'm not even trying to, to out the old head. It's just because really, he's that leader. Really leader. say that every day in practice.
2: You can say every single day. <laughs> he's the leader. The he's right. very he's well-spoken. You know, we all saw him also on the JJ Reddick podcast being very open and honest and He's not afraid to have like real conversations or just be real or, and, and and that's what we love about Fred in the media landscape because, you know, he could be, he could, he could give you what you need to, to use and to work with. Um, But that's not to say that like no one's my favorite. It's just everybody has different personalities and Mm. you, you learn as a media person to adapt to that.
0: Not me. I got I got got for no sure. I, got, I got no
1: creep to me, man. Listen, I, I'm, I'm I
2: had to learn, that's for <laughs> sure. Be transparent.
1: I think guys gotta grow into that too. Like Pascal, I think, has become way more comfortable just hmm. yeah, speaking sure, now versus sure. when
0: when he came in i also right? i don't know for just from afar like it just feels like pascal really knows himself you know what i mean like,
1: very comfortable in his own super skin
0: comfortable type. really trust the work always feeling been really positive and not like saying like really positive isn't just kind of burying the head, the head in the sand kind of thing mm-hmm. just really positive about life and the outlook of it you know he's always talking about how he trusts us in the process he's obviously a very spiritual faithful man as well mm-hmm. um Faithful? Oh, that's not the word, is it? What's the what's the word for religious? Yeah, Faithful religious? could work. Yeah, could work. maybe spiritual? Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, anyway. That's that's what I mean. Just in, in terms vibes. of faith. But um yeah, I mean he's just he's really just true and honest about the work. And I think that it's given him a lot of clarity through the fact that he's gotten through some really, really tough periods in his career. Um and to, to get to this point where again, like this guy just scored thirty five points. It was so easy. Yeah. Like they were trapping him at half court, like Steph Curry, yeah. just to force him to get rid of the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Raptors used to, to like prime James Harden. You know what I mean? And they were doing that to... Uh, to, to also, to, I think it was P.J. Washington was like fouling him every play. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every time he was guarding him, he was just scratching
0: him. Yeah. <laughs> on the perimeter. Uh.
1: You know, watching the Hornets, I'm really like, man, you know, people talk Bro. about kind of tanking and rebuilding and stuff. I feel for them. You don't want to see that type of product, man. I feel like they played well against us, like, and they still just didn't come close. They could have won last night. They wasted like forty possessions. I I feel feel
2: for them only for the strict fact of like they are where the Raptors were when we are in like the injury portion of our season, but they have had it longer because their core three, like Lamelo, Gordon, and Rozier, they have only played three games all season together.
0: But that ain't a core three, man. <laughs> no, their
1: big three has Plumlee in it right now. No, pl- no, Plumley part of the big three, man. I'm enjoying watching. Ubrey's
2: <laughs> out too.
0: Plumlee's a I pro. Throw him U- in there, as
2: my spot well at this point.
0: Um, oh, man. I mean, no, I just like, I, again, I, I highlighted this in the, the post game reaction podcast, but it was like at one point, so the, the Raptors scored 38 points in the first quarter. Then the Hornets come out in the zone. The first play, um, Gary sets a nice little back pick, but Scotty ends up getting a wide open dunk. And then Steve Clifford, after one minute into the second quarter, calls timeout so literally he just had them for the, the the quarter break and then he then called a timeout 1 minute later probably like guys please play defense you have given up 40 points in 11 <laughs> minutes can you can you do something for me and then immediately, the Hornets came up with five straight turnovers. By the way, those are three of Precious's steals right oh there. God. <laughs> three of his five steals were just in that stretch Damn, alone, back-to-back-to-back, back back where they had five straight turnovers. <laughs> and meanwhile, they committed a goal 10. They fouled Chris Boucher in the corner for three. They also gave up another back cut to Gary for an one. I'm just like, dog, if you really want to tank, like, you got to be that. Like I want to see,
1: yeah. uh, see Nick Nurse coach the Hornets one time. Just to see how frustrated no, he would man. get. Thinkers
0: would forfeit the game. No, he's, he's gonna he's gonna turn that one over to to, 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 to Nate Bjorgram, man. We're gonna see, we're gonna see their. It's the Hornets
2: have had a bad stretch for a long time. We're talking years. This is generational.
1: Yeah. now. fucking decades, man. This is generational. When's the last time they made the playoffs? Jeremy Lin. I think it was when Jeremy Lin
0: was there. Was it? Maybe? Or did they make it before? After well, I, no. I know there was that one series they played did, against the Heat. Did Kemba? So like yeah, Kemba, Kemba versus Dwayne. I'll let you Heat.
2: guys mull on that.
0: Yeah, Al Jefferson. Al Jefferson was a problem. <laughs>
1: no, they had crazy draft
0: picks too. Michael
1: K. Gilchrist. Why would you draft a man who shoots like this? <laughs> That's how Plumley shoots his free throws. Head. Yo, they MKG literally, literally had one. You know, sh- I respect the guys who have yeah. the awkward shooting forms, though. On the to free be throws? Able, no, to be able to have all that and be an NBA, NBA player. Because I've, oh I've called God. you MKG on
0: the court. Oh you have called gosh. me MKG.
2: <laughs> I was trying to put any sort of rhyme or reason behind why Plumlee shoots like that on the free throws. Like, I was really trying to rack my brain. as to Why would he shoot left? It It works for him. him. It works for him. I think it's just like you could almost train your left because you don't use your left. It's not your dominant hand. So your right can do anything. So it's almost more freedom in a right hand or like in your dominant hand. But if Mm. if you don't use one hand and you train it to do one thing, then it might be a bit more consistent. Who knows? That's that's my only logic behind his shot. Otherwise, I have no idea.
0: Yeah. I'm going to miss the Hornets. Stop. I mean, I really enjoyed having them in town for the past week. Well,
2: we have them two more games this season, but we got to be in Charlotte.
1: Oh, that's two more wins, man. So the Raptors <laughs> wrap up their seven-game home stand on Saturday yeah. against Atlanta. They're now 19 and 23 on the season, tied with the Bulls for the last playing spot, just half a game back. Woohoo of Atlanta! Yeah, I'm just reading stats, man. Um, <laughs> Savannah, are the Raptors all good now after this three-game win streak? What What do you still need to see from this team?
2: Yeah, that's a that's a great. Uh, philosophy um are they all good uh i wouldn't be holding my breath yet i think they still have a lot to prove as a team three games is just three games Mm -hmm. i think when they get to the fifth game that's when we could start saying "Mm, there's a trend here but as it is right now i think they just have to take it one game at a time and continue to do what's working and i think the biggest thing is that i hope that these past three games have just built their confidence and regained that hey guys we have all the right pieces here already we don't need anything else. Like, we can make this work. And I know, I know the last time you guys had me on, I was telling them, like, when was the last time we had, like, four players of this caliber on a team, on our, the, the team? Yeah. Like, I think yeah. as long as they can get their chemistry and get back to, to where they were at the end of last season and without the injuries, um, they'll be in better shape. But so uh, ask me after game five if they win game five. Then, oh, I'll say, right.
0: then I'll say, they're all good now. So they need they're to all five five in a row. No. Yeah, five and in a row. Only thing I'll add to that is I was listening to, um, I think you were talking to Wancho in the locker room yesterday, and Wancho was talking about how, you know, there's more guys sort of being entrusted with chances now, and it feels like they're more together as a team. They're playing more together as a team. And, look, I think even Nick giving more of his bench minutes to play through it, like Malachi's literally made four shots in the last three weeks, but he's letting him play through it, and he's giving these guys chances, and they're giving you strong efforts, right? Yeah. So they feel more like a team. The last yeah. couple games. It's yeah. a lot better watching this than watching them play six guys 45 minutes a game yeah. and losing. So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I think it's so it's hard. a great vibe on the show today. I'm so
1: happy, man. Yeah, you're in a good mood, man. Thanks no. for coming in, so <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah.
2: he's like We're, Kyle Larry.
1: No, all takes all it takes, all it takes yeah. is two wins over the Hornets, man. Yeah, shouts <laughs> to Josie and Colin again. Yo, <laughs> Yo <laughs> second they, they set the
2: tone. <laughs> they really did. Yeah.
1: They right. want to take
2: you guys out for dinner.
1: All right, go Raptors, man. Jared Tad, if you're listening, man. What do you mean if he's listening? For, get ready for the second. All
0: second. right, we're going to take a break. I've been your host, Willu. Uh, you've been listening to The Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Have you checked out Bet Rivers yet? Download the Bet Rivers online casino and sportsbook app today. Get in the action this basketball season with thousands of betting options. Plus, don't forget about Brett Rivers Sportsbook award winning customer service. It's a whole new game with BetRivers Rivers online casino and sportsbook. must be 19 plus available in Ontario only please play responsibly. If you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact connect Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge.
3: Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Toronto
2: sports fans. The Fan Morning Show with Ailish Forfar and Justin
1: Cuthbert. Subscribe
3: and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome back. To the Raptor Show on the Sports and Radio Network. I'm your host, Lu. I continue to be joined by producer and co-host Alex Wong. And we are joined on the line by the Secret Third Asian of the Raptor Show. Uh producer Extraordinaire, aka Um Actually, I don't know. We don't have a nickname for him. He's just JR. JR, what's going on, <laughs> man? What's going on?
3: No, there's no nickname for me, man. Come on. Oh, I'll just stick with the third, Secret Third Asian. I'm cool with that. Do, do you have a nickname? Um Uh. I think we had one on the weekend show, Alex. Um, Wild Boy. I, I was I at okay. one time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not a nickname. I think I was just speaking, a, you know, I was just saying a sentence. It was man. about it
3: was about a Tristan Thompson that's and just a uh, Kardashian, <laughs> Kardashian story, but we'll leave it at
1: that. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it's nice of you to not <laughs> come to work today. You know, I'm being a bit of a hypocrite saying that. I you, am but...
3: working still, though. No,
1: I know you're working. Oh,
3: okay. Jr. is
0: one of the hardest working people, you know, for people yeah, that yeah, don't
3: yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yes. JR left the
0: arena yesterday at the same time, man, after 11 p.m. So
1: JR is, is the man, you know, behind helping out with the React pod as well.
0: Right, right. Super helpful to From us. From the man who brought you the React pod.
1: Second next to Kyle Crabe, to be honest. Yep. So uh, haven't met him. Yeah, but of course, Kyle. of course, Derek Brandel. Come on, man. Only, the come salute on. to OG, man. That's the main team. That's the main team. But, JR, man, uh, you know, we we wanted to pick your brain today because another Sports Night teammate, Emily Agard, talked to the Raptors at Media Day and asked them a lot of fun questions, which we're going to play in a bit. And um, how old are you, JR? I'm 25.
0: Yeah, so... It's a lot of like Gen Z type stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. for the purpose of this this program, you're Gen Z, even though technically you're not Gen Z. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a a Gen Z to Gen Z. I mean, that's the difference in the generations. Uh,
1: Anyways, so let's play some of these clips. So Emily sat down with Raptors and asked them a bunch of questions, and and the first one was which teammate has the nicest car.
4: Ooh, which teammate has the nicest car? I seen Pascal pull up in something the other day. Oh, we're on that blue Ferrari. Yeah, OG got a nice G-Wagon. The car was it's crazy. I ain't gonna lie, OG got a, a nice tan G-Wagon. I got some really rich teammates, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gotta be between Pascal and Freddie. I've seen Pascal with some nice cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know what car they are, but he has some nice cars. I saw Pascal pull up with a... New Bentley truck, it was crazy. I'm like, whoa. He's coming different. I think he just got an extension or something, so, you know, (laughs) he's coming different now. Freddie, when we was in Tampa, he was driving the last Ferrari, so probably him. Freddie, he just got the new Maybach. You feel me? (laughs) Big money, so he just got the new Maybach. They're going to have to see what I'm pulling up in this year.
2: I feel like a lot of your teammates were like, talk to Fred, and I was like, okay, I'll ask him.
4: Oh, they they said me? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so I didn't want to say myself. You got y'all to see i have an
0: okay car <laughs> he's always, like me it's me i always pull up in something very curious to see what delano pulls up in yeah. Just curious.
1: yeah curious yeah i thought i thought the nicest car would be auto porter because he's a huge car guy
0: come on man he's got a dislocated toe man he's got come on man he's not driving with that toe yeah.
1: jr are <laughs> are gen z people in the cars like is car like owning a nice car an important thing I think so. I mean, now,
3: like, kids these days, they like to see nice cars out there. You there's, are a kid so these cl- days.
1: Why are you talking about them?
3: Okay, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, But there's so many, <laughs> like, you know, car shows, even, like, at parking lots. They will, they will want to go out there and then, you know. Wait, you're telling me kids go to car shows?
1: And, car shows are a big yeah. Big subculture still, I think. Well, some I some that reasons, are
3: paid yeah. for. Yeah, some, some people that pay for tickets to go there, and then there's some there where there's, like, okay. meetups at, like, you know your your nearest grocery store so mm. uh and they block off so many people that are trying to get their groceries Wait, yeah, what? a lot of people yeah i th- I think a lot of people love cars right like uh, i i personally love cars i have my own yeah, what are you whipping these days yeah what's
1: your whip
3: oh my whip right now i got a 2018 wrx subaru bro damn oh okay, that okay. sounds that sounds
0: hard yeah yeah it is. Uh, well, well, we know what we're only, whipping. Only... Obviously, Alex is whipping a 2001 <laughs> Honda Civic. Oh, and Civic. And I'm whipping that's a nice 2022 that's nice. scooter. <laughs> that's you
1: nice know what? Our collection has got a
0: lot. No, I'm whipping the TTC on the way home,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, I'm not, not surprised. I think Fred and Pascal... Or, or nominated as the yeah, ones with the next. That's what happens drive, when you make right. twenty plus million. This was a big thing in Tampa too. When they when they played there
0: was all the pregame picks yeah. was just guys getting out of no, the parking lot. Especially Kyle. Especially I mean Kyle and Fred were both driving Ferraris. I think. <laughs> yeah, but Kyle had, like but once golf Kyle was coming out of his. Truck. You know, once Kyle was driving two games in Ferraris, I'm like, he's not leaving Tampa. He's not leaving Miami. <laughs> like he's going. <laughs> we're not going to see Kyle in he's, Toronto again. He's
3: leaving that car there to drive it up when he's in the when he's in Miami Heat. So. Yeah. That's exactly. what
0: happened. You're not gonna drive a Ferrari on on the DVP, man. <laughs> <laughs> My scooter goes faster on the DVP than the Ferrari. Yo, don't break your what? I like. Um, I,
3: like I like OG's pick though. The, oh, the G wagon, a tanned one. He's mm, thinking out of the box, hard. right? He's he's prepared for like a, a nice little winter snowstorm whenever he's driving the car during the season, because you know usually raptor season like falls on the winter season. So he's ready for that, and he has the money for it. So might as well drop the bag on a G wagon. Might as well.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the MSRP uh, from <laughs> oh $174,900, God. which I believe is two games for, for, for the players. That's All right, wild. next one, next clip. Yeah, next
1: one is uh, teammate most likely to bail on plans. Me. Mm, probably
4: me. Every time I ask them what's gonna, what's happening tonight, mm-hmm. they're like, you're going to come out. Might be me. I ain't going to lie to you. I might not even give the response to go to the plan, so, <laughs> and I might forget, so. It might be me. I'd be in my own world sometimes, you know, I'd be trying to play that game. But like, if we were to make a plan, like, you know, everybody would fall out, you know, but... Fall out.
3: This is used to tell someone to come or to go somewhere. Typically
4: used in Toronto slang. No one would really bill, but it kind of depends on me probably though. Uh, probably Precious. Yeah, he's done that many times. OG. Oh, By far.
3: Has he done it
2: several times?
4: Yes. He made plans with me. Remember that? I mean, he said he got sick, but whatever. OG. OG most likely to bail on plans. OG.
2: He's done that before? Yeah. Many times?
4: Yeah. OG. OG, OG I don't think he, I think he set up something, I bet. I don't think he went there, but he just set it up, but he didn't go. OG. I'm playing them on blast, OG. Do not bail out on me again. Bail on plans? Yeah, all the rookies, like last year, all of them.
1: Yo, og. OG set up plans and then just bailed on them? Like, like he me. actually
0: got the group. OG cameras. and and, and, and That's, That sounds like
1: me. Jr. What's the proper etiquette for bailing on plans? Um,
3: now nah, wow, I forgot it. I forgot. I forgot what it was. I used to. I used to say this a lot in high school. But um, no, I I totally forgot what it what's it called. But yeah, mm. I don't know what the term is called. Oh, okay. I lost my touch. Wow, Sorry. Damn.
0: Uh, the Gen Z expert right now struggling to recall high school, which was, oh which was last year. Which yes. was last year for JR. Or, no, last year recall. was kids for locker. Man. Nah, come on, man, relax. Um,
3: no, that was three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I think bailing on plans is is a pretty regular thing, though. You know. Oh no, you know what? It came back to me. It's oh, flopping. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for the OG. OG's been flopping on plans. That's fair. From time. Wow. okay,
0: all right, JR, okay.
1: All right, oh. next up, uh, which teammate spends the most time in, in front of a mirror? <laughs> which
2: teammate spends the Best most like time in front of a mirror?
4: Gary or Scotty.
2: They're just like checking themselves out? Do you think they have great style?
4: I don't know if it's the style they just look looking at each other. Probably like GT, like Gary, or Precious. because You know, they're very like, they're, they're very fashionable guys, you know, so I feel like they check themselves out and probably switch their outfits a couple times before they leave. I will say Gary, because Gary dressed a little crazy, so I feel like you got to look in the mirror a lot. it got to be between OG and Scotty. I would say Precious, spent a lot of time. You feel me? He liked to be a pretty boy, in a sense. Probably Precious, but he likes to check himself out a lot. Yeah, I'm going to say Precious. You know, Delano, he's he's like a flashy guy type. He's feeling himself. I ain't going to say that, but, you know, I think he likes the way he looks, and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you think he's doing that in front of the mirror?
1: Yeah, Jr. you know, as someone who is known to show up to, to the office and the arena, very fitted, you know, how much time do you spend in front of the, the mirror before leaving your house? At least 30 minutes. Are you for real? Wait, 30 minutes? I,
3: I, gotta, I Yeah, I, like I got to make sure my, you know, my skincare routine's proper. I get my hair done, you know. You're not even so on TV. some no. days where I, <laughs> no. I'm on TV. I don't do this.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Hold on how many right, keep, keep sorry, sorry. Asian dad? What, what, what else is in the 30 minutes what else what else the 30 yeah minutes? go ahead
3: no that's it that's it yeah, oh, okay yeah. just making sure that everything's everything's combed up and looking Damn. straight including my glasses mm. my head my head is weird it's like I have my jaws like crooked so I have to make sure my glasses are on straight
1: what huh
3: and it's huh. just
0: weird like that yeah well you are you you are one of the top five dressers in, in the arena
3: Top two. Man.
0: No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Top two.
3: No, I'm top one. Come on. Put respect okay. on
0: my name. Who else is in the conversation? Nelcam. Oh, Nelson actually, no. You're right. Nelson is number one, man. The guy kept, pulled up last night and he kind of looked like a Sealy mattress. You Tristan. Know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. That was a nice fit, though.
1: Tristan. Tristan, yeah. too.
0: Tristan Just, gets Tristan. a lot of great fits off as well.
1: But is the foot- up there.
0: JR's up there, yeah, yeah.
1: No, JR's up there. Damn, thirty minutes. Man. Thirty minutes. Are you rotating fits all the time, or do you know what you're gonna wear when you wake up?
3: Yeah, I'm definitely rotating, trying not to rotate fits. Usually, usually I would have my my non-hair days where I just wear my hat. You see my iconic Blue Jays hat that I always wear. Yeah, of
0: that's course. That's the number one.
3: That's like that's like that's like my version of your speed hat that you always wear, which I haven't really seen lately. But yeah, yeah. put that put
0: that on ice, you know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, next up, ice. wait, like Alex. Ice,
0: how long do you spend in in front of the
1: mirror? <sighs> Honestly, not much time. <laughs> yeah, you that's, can tell. I, mean, I And people can throw, tell on the show. Yeah. You know, you know, you gotta make it here yeah. for two p.m. Buddy had pants. Which next shoes, up? Which teammate is most likely to not pay for dinner?
4: Me. Probably like a Scotty or someone, or like one of the rookies. Oh snap! Or Delano. Delano. Delano.
2: Delano. You,
4: didn't Delano. Delano I think Delano said himself for that one. Yeah, too. yeah he's not paying he's for not anything. Paying. I don't know. One of the rookies, probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably one of them, <laughs> the young fellas. to Pascal like that I knew a stitch I know like fam do it pay for the dinner bro like chill I makes sense
0: I do feel like you shouldn't like... ask by the way like you really shouldn't ask uh like for example if we went down to the arena or if you, you me and JR went out to eat we're not letting JR pay for the bill man maybe the first time yeah what what <laughs> <laughs> not nah, JR if you came JR, out to would, eat with you us, be, would you I, be I, upset I, I, if, I w- if, w- if we get your bill? You? just like we would with Derek as well man yeah of course I'm
1: back I'm back sorry about
0: that yeah
1: no it's all good man I don't even know where you went um no I think (laughs) (laughs) I think um great segment I I do think if you're like a
0: Pascal or Fred or guys with the big contracts right
1: you gotta pick up a tab maybe make the rookies pick up a
0: tab like once bro Pascal makes 35 times more than Delano Banton yeah you gotta
1: pay for the so I'm not really blaming Delano of course of course for skipping out on that bill Mm. uh jr how do you guys uh amongst friends decide who pays for the bill when you're out we're definitely we're
3: definitely splitting the bills
1: no credit card roulette yeah no
3: we we haven't done that recently but i might i might bring that up on like our next outing Mm. that or honestly like we obviously we talked about the bag but like i might just drop in and say like yo dinner's on me boys oh Man. Okay, I might do that. I might I might I might I okay. might throw out my like you know Pascal C. jacob's car and like yeah I got the bag so wow don't worry this these these one pound chicken wings <laughs> <is fine laughs> you treating them
0: to just no, a regular pound of wings, <laughs> Yo, one pound
1: of
3: one wings pound is ten of wings said, you i got
0: mean? i got fifteen on it man how much is a pound of wings yeah. that's fifteen dollars man yeah it's around 15,
1: it's 15. 15 to
3: yeah. eighteen I want to say yeah
0: this guy said I got fifteen I'll, for I'll, you. I'll,
3: Limit their drinks to like uh, one rum and coke, and that's it. Don't, don't, wow, and a rum and coke. Coke That's like eight
0: dollars. Yo, what are you having, man? That's <laughs> wild. This, this guy so got to wild weeks, Twenty
3: dollars. That's twenty dollars plus tip. So that's at least like. This 30. is this so is
0: wilder crazy. than Vivek's bubble tea and fried chicken. This generational <laughs> part is different, man. I mean, look. Sometimes Alex comes out, takes care of dinner. You know what I mean. When we went to hot pot. Yeah, I Alex like, does. No, on, like I was I was under a lot before. of pressure
1: because you know, Faisal, Kamisa, Mark Savel. a lot of people. You know, know I have a long history of
0: just not paying. No, that's true. But then once in a while, you will just pick up the whole tab. So I do respect that. I. I try, I try. Once in a while. Anyways, last one.
1: is uh, Which teammate is most likely to not reply to a text message?
4: Everyone responds pretty well. Okay, that's really good to hear. No one's leaving you on red. Not on this team. Or if they do, they have it on (laughs) delivered so I can't see. Me.
2: No. You're leaving people on red?
4: No. I'll I'll reply later. Sometimes I'm just trying to get the right answer, so I don't know what it is. Doesn't mean I don't like them. Gary, did he do that to you? Yeah, how dare he? I know, right? The rookie's never responded. Everyone's in the group chat. We're in a group chat, we, we say something, the rookie's just nowhere to respond. I ain't gonna lie, none of them guys respond. <laughs> like, as oh, much, no. I, I think it's like an age thing. Like, the younger generation, they don't respond, they
0: don't respond. No, they don't they just,
4: respond. They're out here leaving you on scene, for yeah,
0: them? yeah, for sure.
4: Come on, but it's
0: not just me, it's just like anything, like, anyone, yeah, anything.
1: Yeah, I do feel like this is the biggest divide because I, I. Try to reply to text, like, right away. It bothers me if I leave the stuff on read. But I do feel like the, the Gen Z, like you, JR, like to take their time responding. Is that correct?
3: Well, no, not necessarily. Okay, well, cool. I think for myself, I actually like to respond, like, right away. I'm like you. Like, I don't want to have notifications all filled up on my on my phone, right? I want to respond right From away. From me and
0: Calcrate. <laughs> yeah, I sometimes I tell JR, I've sent the files. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was one case earlier in like when you guys first came over, and I was trying to text to Will and make sure that the Raptor's reaction pod is up and ready to roll. And he knows he's going either live or straight to pod. Sometimes I would ne- never get text from him. He's, he's been getting he you know better, though. Will's got it better. You know Will's what? Gone better.
0: I'm a habitual, I will answer your text on my own time.
3: I think and I, know, hope,
0: I will God. open your text, I will digest it, and yeah. then I will sit <laughs> on it for days. Like,
1: no, Will you know will, I mean? will, will respond when it's required.
0: Yeah, yeah. when it's like not required. When it's not required. Same thing with though. work emails, stuff like that. Obviously, if it's super urgent, of course I'm gonna send it in. But you right. know, if it's gonna take a while, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like the dentist if, is like, if, hey, if, please yeah. confirm your appointment yeah. for cleaning. I'm like, I'm going to wait for three days, and then yeah. confirm. But when it's even though the, I'm fully yeah, if, mon, to if go.
3: money's go. in the table, you'll respond right away, right? Yeah, when but it's, it's it. the
0: analytics on the yeah, promoted tweet, you know, oh yeah, yeah, that took weeks too. Not gonna lie, that took a couple follow ups. But yeah, no, Alex knows this. That's why I have Alex run my life because you're actually a way more diligent email slash text slash whatever responder yeah
1: i just try to get back to everybody otherwise i feel like you know Mm -hmm. the the list of things to do is piling up yeah that's the big thing Mm.
0: anyways wow so not that many differences between the generations i mean to be fair jr (laughs) is only like five years younger than me so
1: yeah Yeah. you're technically a
0: millennial i'm not technically I'm, i'm firmly a millennial
1: so me and you are really in the same group
0: but we're very different. Well, we're both in the same third. We're, we're both in the 30s now. We're so in the we're, same decade nah, as well. We look at, we at you, each other eye to eye at this point.
3: <laughs> I think I think on paper, I'm I'm a I'm a Gen Z. And but in, in my heart, I'm a millennial.
0: Oh, you got an old soul like Fred? Well, I, I'm yeah, sick of yeah, Fred, Fred yeah. being like, you know, these kids these days. I'm like, bro, you are born in <laughs> 1994 Okay. I don't want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Fred, I want to hear this, kids. man.
1: <laughs> no no fred's giving advice to thad young but that's like damn man
0: i'm in the ice tub right now please no, but I'm, so, I'm just i'm um, watching fred. spain Enough, versus morocco please Enough, man. man this guy was born in like the year of the the rooster or whatever man. i'm tired of it man <laughs> oh my god
1: all right that's the conclusion man we're tired of fred actor age
0: yeah fair. that's the conclusion jr man I, I appreciate you appreciate you bro you ready to be on more yeah, often no worries, uh, when, when alex uh takes a. Uh, Takes a week off.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're counting down the days. two weeks out.
0: Yeah. Okay, get, ready, get, get ready, bro. Seriously, you got to come on Shout the show and bring Lee, personality. My guy, <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to <laughs> my guy. yeah. The Sauce. Yesterday in the, in, in the booth, it was just me, Alex, and JR. And the whole time, obviously, I'm rooting for the Raptors. Alex is just chilling because <laughs> he's like, this is just basketball. And then JR, the whole time, is just rooting for Mason Plumlee. Because he's apparently on your fantasy team. The sauce. I've never seen anyone yeah. roof replace in plumber. He got introduced in the starting lineups. No one said a, a word in the arena except you clapping the six hundred. <laughs> so you <laughs> <laughs> JR. Right, no more snitching.
3: Hey right, guys, support my boy, bro. Money's on the line for the fantasy team.
0: Here you know. Yeah, respects, yeah. man.
1: Glad you got your twenty this week for, for landing no. Dell Curry.
0: Damn.
1: Um congrats on a great week. So JR, we'll talk to you soon. I'll
0: see you tomorrow, <laughs> man. Yeah. I'll see you up right, That was a
1: test drive.
0: Uh, it was decent. Yeah, it was yeah. cool, man. We could do it more often. All right, that does it for us today, though. I've been your host, Willow, and you'll be listening to The Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Make sure you find The Raptor Show wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe and please rate and review the show. A reminder, we're streaming live on Sportsnet's YouTube channel and airing live on Sportsnet 360 Monday to Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. Thanks again to Savannah Hamilton. Thanks to J.R. Manitad. Thanks to our producer and co-host, Alex Wong. Thanks to board producer Derek Brandale and Jennifer Rolnick for helping us with the YouTube stream. And we'll be back to talk to you next week.